but I also love art. I, I mentioned that before. I do fine arts. I love to paint. I can, I don't know if you've seen the, well, you must have seen the movie Soul. Yes. You've got oh, a yes. little one. <laughs> the movie Soul, right? I get into the zone. I start jazzing and it's just beautiful. I, I, I start painting and I, I swear in the past, and I have to admit, I haven't done it as often since becoming a mother, but uh, my kids are growing. I've, it's They're two, four and six. So as they mature, I'm better able to um, indulge in some of the more complicated activities that I used to do. Yeah. Um, but truly I, in the past, I've started painting Mm-hmm. Um, and then my husband, my then, my then boyfriend, um, he'd be like, okay, you're painting. I'm going to go out. Okay. See you later. Bye. I'm painting. I'm painting. He comes back in. I'm like, oh, you're back soon. It's, he's like, uh, it's been five hours. <laughs> what? <laughs> I lost five hours somewhere. What happened? Motherhood is an honorable and full-time job, but between the dishes and diapers lies a woman with her own hopes and dreams. Here we discuss the woman behind her title mother and the many things that bring joy into her life. I'm your host, Jerrica, and welcome to season three of She Has a Name Too. This season is packed with inspirational stories of women just like you and I. So without further ado, let's jump into the episode. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. I'm so excited to be here with Shauna. Um, she is from Southern Ontario, and she's a mom. So she's on the show talking about motherhood and who she is outside of motherhood. Thank you, Shauna, for coming on the show today. Thanks for having me. So I like to just jump right into it because I feel like the whole show is introducing yourself. Um, So my first question is, who are you when you aren't being called mom? Which is a loaded question. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I guess to start with, you know, I... uh, I'm a business owner. I am a coach, copywriter, and content strategist who help um, other women in the entrepreneurial space uh, show up as their whole selves uh, in their content and copy so that it not only converts, but it feels good too. It's very important to me. Um, That's, I guess, the career businesswoman side of me. Um, High ambitions, um, you know, legacy leaving, uh, that sort of space. Uh, I've always been kind of the go-getter. And, um, but in combination with that, uh, I'm also a philomath, which is one of my favorite things to say, because I only recently, like within the last year, learned about this word. This word means lifelong learner, very basically. Anyways, lifelong learner. There, there are many different kind of extrapolations of the word. Um, but no, I, I love learning. I love philosophizing. I love, um, deliberating over truths because there are many of them and many perspectives of truths. And I, I really enjoy diving into that sort of thing. I'm also, uh, as, a, as a writer in the professional space, I'm also a writer in the personal space. So um, I am an aspiring author. I'm an artist. I love fine arts. I, I don't know. It, it, again, you know, you, can't we go on and on? Mother uh, is, is like the start, I guess, as soon as you have your kids, because you lead there because you're responsible for these tiny humans. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then look at your other roles, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, daughter, wife, granddaughter, auntie, sister. I'm the first of four, and I'm the only girl. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I'm a lot of things, but I'd say, you know, uh, me and my business right now is, is kind of the biggest driving force. And um, holding that up is my... Uh, Phylomath tendencies. <laughs> yeah, cool. Um, 
Yeah. I mean, you can really be so many things. And that's what I love about these kind of interviews is everyone is so many different things. Um, not just a mom, as we sometimes say <laughs> in quotations, just. Um, so tell me a little bit more about your business and what inspired you to start it. My business, let's see. Well, I've been writing professionally for about a decade, um, a little bit over a decade, uh, because I actually have a day job. And there's another one of my, who am I outside of being mom? Um, I also have a day job where I support people with uh, special needs. So I do a lot of uh, program development writing. I do a lot of intervention writing. And so it's all in like the professional professional space in a space where I need to make sure that I'm uh, well articulated, articulated, written, not spoken necessarily. Um, <laughs> um, uh, but then I, I started freelance writing. Uh, as, as I said, I wanted to be an author. So I'm just, I'm a writer. I'm a, I'm inclined to writing. And I started freelance writing about five years ago. And I liked it. It was great. Um, but I realized that my background, I have a degree in psychology and another degree in English rhetoric and professional writing, which is a mouthful. Um, but, <laughs> but the long story short, uh, rhetoric is the art of persuasion. And you can imagine psychology plus the art of persuasion, plus writing equals copywriting and content strategy. And so that's kind of where I fell into in a good way. I, I don't say fell into as in like we're last resort. It's actually a beautiful space to be. As soon as I learned it existed, I knew it was meant for me. And yeah, I guess I just kind of, that's just the, the, the be all and end all uh, when it comes to why I got into that particular part of entrepreneurship. So you say you, you fell into it. Um, was it something... I guess it sounds like it wasn't something that you were necessarily planning on doing when you started doing your degrees. And, and so how did you fall into it? Essentially, how did you find out about it? I became a mom. <laughs> <laughs> I became a mom and I was on maternity leave. And so I'm sitting there um, and where I'm at, we get a year of maternity leave. And that is a year of wonderful connections with your kid, of course. But it's also because of the dynamic of our, our society, and, and this is where we get into my philosophy brain, um, because of the dynamics of our society, um, it can be a very lonely year. It can be a year where it is you, and literally this was, it was me, my baby, and my cat. Thank <laughs> God for the cat. Okay. So, <laughs> right. It was just a, a situation where I was like, oh my gosh, I'm driving myself insane. Uh, realizing that, hey, you know what? I had dappled in entrepreneurship uh, when I was a teenager uh, with regards to my, my fine arts, um, and that didn't quite work out so well. <laughs> it didn't work out poorly, but I, I had some realizations that guided me on a different path. And so sitting there with my baby and my cat, I was like, I need to keep myself busy. And cleaning the floors is not going to cut it. No. My ambitions are far too big <laughs> for this. <laughs> so, you know, I would I'd strap my baby to my chest, sit at the computer and, and, and do some research. What the heck can I do with my skill set? And at the time, um, my mindset was such that um, I would say my limited skill set. Um, I now know that it was actually a lot more expansive than I than I then thought. Um, I I did all this research, found a wonderful woman named Abby Parrots, and she she just she helped me to find my way in the writing space, writing for money, and that was really profound for me. Um, I've always wanted to write. As I said, I could say that over and over again, and it won't become any less true. I've always wanted to write. Um, but I was also always told that it is not a lucrative career. That is not something that you can make money for. It is one in a bajillion people. They get a book published and woohoo, those people are famous. The other people are starving artists. Um, well, Abby sh showed me, proved to me otherwise. Um, and that's just kind of where it took off. 
right there. Just knowing that that's what I wanted to do and then understanding the value of my, my experiences and my training and how that all adds up to um, where I quote unquote fell into. I love, I guess, that, that like you're talking about how you were on maternity leave and you're like, wow, this is not all that I want to do. I mean, that was the same for me starting this podcast. I wasn't on maternity leave. I I just didn't have a job. <laughs> I was totally unemployed. But I was like, man, you know, scrubbing the floors isn't going to cut it. And I want to have something else. I love my baby two pieces, right? I love her, but I really, what are my other skills? Exactly. And And I love that you took that time to really be like introspective and figure out what it was that you could do. Absolutely. And it's not just that either, right? Because you could, like it comes from, and I hear this often, actually, this idea that it's almost a disclaimer. I love my child a lot, mm-hmm. but I wanted more. I think that those two things can go together really mm-hmm. harmoniously because I love my child so much. I wanted more. I think that those two things are are beautiful together. And and now I, I've worked with a lot of people. A lot of my clients are um, coaches, mentors, and influencers. And they've impacted me in, a, in very profound ways. Um, one individual who's actually um, a branding and marketing expert, she may not uh, classify herself as that anymore because she does a lot of more profound work than that. Um, but she kind of introduced this idea of legacy to me. and And that in and of itself, you know, creating a legacy through what you do, that already includes, it envelops, it, it nurtures your children because it allows them to um, not necessarily follow in your footsteps in that specific space, but but to know that anything is possible, to know that they too can achieve what they want to achieve. Yeah. I think sometimes we put ourselves in little boxes that like, oh, I got a philosophy degree, so this is my box, or oh, I'm... I got a, an accounting degree. This is my box or, you know, et cetera, et cetera. We can go on and on. Or I think so often we say, oh, I'm a mom. This is my box, right? And that becomes our four walls. And when we can like look past those boxes that we put ourselves in and really dive into what brings us joy and what we, you know, really want to do and expand out of that, I think that really does leave a legacy, like you're saying, to our children to show them that it's possible for them to do that too. Absolutely. Okay. So my next question is, what brings you joy? Okay. Great lead in. Um, yeah. <laughs> what brings me joy? Um, well, writing, obviously. Um, that's what I do. I always preach, you need to have fun in your business. If you're not having fun, you're doing something wrong. So I love writing. I explore with writing um, in, in a lot of different ways. But I also love art. I, I mentioned that before. I do fine arts. I love to paint. I can, I don't know if you've seen the, well, you must have seen the movie Soul. Yes. You've got oh, a yes. little one. <laughs> the movie Soul, right? I get into the zone. I start jazzing and it's just beautiful. I, I, I start painting and I, I swear in the past, and I have to admit, I haven't done it as often since becoming a mother, but uh, my kids are growing. I've, it's They're two, four, and six. So as they mature, I'm better able to um, indulge in some of the more complicated activities that I used to do. Yeah. Um, but truly, I, in the past, I've started painting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my husband, my then 
my then boyfriend, um, he'd be like, okay, you're painting. I'm going to go out. Okay. See you later. Bye. I'm painting. I'm painting. He comes back in. I'm like, oh, you're back soon. It's, he's like, uh, it's been five hours. <laughs> what? I lost five hours somewhere. What happened? Totally get in the zone. I love it. It's just such a, a freeing experience. So that's one, um, of many things that bring me joy. Of course. Um, I also love nature, like almost, almost anything almost anything to do with nature. I think I kind of did a side eye there. Um, <laughs> but because because nature can also be very scary. So I think about it. And yes, I even love the scary part of nature. But from a distance, <laughs> I respect, I respect that part of nature. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to things like gardening or beautiful nature walks, uh, and I don't mean necessarily um, like the manicured kind. Right. I mean, also, you know, going up to northern Canada and experiencing the uh, the provincial parks and kind of bushwhacking, so to speak. Um, I, I love that. I love being in tune with everything. I love the quiet, the simultaneous quiet and noise of nature. Um, I love just being barefoot. I'm barefoot right now. Listen, I love being barefoot. I love being able to go out into the yard and feel the earth. Um, that brings me um, resounding joy. Um, and then, of course, of course, I love, I love watching my children. I love them um, growing. I love them learning because, as a philomath, as a lover of learning, when I see them. I get almost emotional here thinking about it because even just this morning, my daughter, I'm a homeschooling mom. So my daughter was sitting there with her book um, and she was really thinking about her ordinal numbers. <laughs> she was really thinking about it. And I had to sit back. And, and of course we have our, our seedlings for the garden um, growing behind her. So I had this uh, beautiful combination of many passions, many joys just sitting in front of me. I had to take a picture and I said, this, this is, this is beautiful. Um, and so, yeah, like that, that brings me joy Yeah, right there. Oh, I love that so much. I was just thinking this morning, actually, I was at a yoga class and I was, we were in the gym and there was like this loud humming of the lights in the gymnasium. And I was like, oh, how nice would it be to be doing this out in nature? And like, really, like you said, feeling the earth beneath your feet. And I think it's, it's almost like a, a spiritual experience in a way to be like out in nature and just listening to the noises and the silence, you know, and yeah, I love that you like added that in there. Um, okay, painting. I want to go back to painting real quick. I'll always go back to painting. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also love that you brought up soul in that, that you're like, <laughs> yeah, it's like I get in the zone just like in soul. Um, I totally understand that. Um, but for painting, when did you kind of start doing it? Is there, you know, have you ever sold your paintings? Do you just hang them up? You know, like, what do you do with your painting if it's something that you're so passionate about that brings you joy? <laughs> That's a fun question, too. <laughs> uh, so painting is an extension of fine arts, which I've been doing for my entire life. I distinctly remember being like four and people telling me, and of course, you know, your environment shapes who you are. A lot of the time. I mean, I come from that psychology background. I understand that. But I distinctly remember being like four years old doing sculptures with Play-Doh or whatever I had. And people would be like, wow, that's like, how old is she? And they thought it was just so cool, so good, so amazing. And so you yeah, bolster my ego a little bit. So <laughs> I so I started trying a bunch of different things. And and I just any opportunity to create um with words or with fine arts 
no matter the medium. I mean, I used to use the little Fimo clay and create little miniatures with it. Um, and I, I did portraiture for a while. And in fact, uh, it's funny you say, did you sell them? That was my first entrepreneurial uh, stint is I, I offered up portraiture. I offered uh, businesses to do like their chalkboards, you know, when they have like their specials, I would seasonally go in and say, Hey, I noticed your chalkboard sucks. Do you want it be to be way better? <laughs> and, and I do, I just do this beautiful, whatever. Um, and they always loved it, which again, you know, it just made me feel really better. <laughs> but, but as I said, though, it didn't pan out was not, I didn't know how to market myself as a, as an artist, but I figured out quickly how to market myself in, in writing, uh, which is, which is why I kind of pivoted to that space in my entrepreneurial journey. Not that I always knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur, but it's always just kind of been in, in my blood, so to speak. Um, marketing for writing, I found a lot easier because, well, you kind of need writing <laughs> for anything that you're doing. You just, you need it. It's a little bit easier to market writing. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of, but you know what you did to me though just now? I answered your question, but I'm just going to go because you, when you talked about soul and being in the zone, it totally made me remember the other thing that brings me joy is music, which shouldn't be uh, surprising because a lot of people, joy, music brings them joy. But in particular, I love learning to play music on instruments. Um, and so lately I've been playing the ukulele. And because it's easy to learn, it's a pandemic. Yeah. Right? But, <laughs> but it's so fun. And I've realized that nobody dislikes the ukulele. That's true. Like nobody. <laughs> you hear a ukulele and immediately you're just like taken to a place of relaxation. You're on the beach and you're like, da, da, da. You just yeah. love it. <laughs> yeah. It's just this joyful, uh, youthful feeling that comes from strumming that particular instrument um so yeah i mean that brings me and usually many other people joy uh, until i hit the wrong chord and then it's just <laughs> whatever <laughs> that's so cool though that you you know i mean you've taken maternity leave you've taken the pandemic as time to continue to learn and to i mean like pick up the ukulele right like that is so <laughs> cool and i hope that soon you will be able to go to a beach and play it where it needs to be played. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, man, that's awesome. Um, okay, so I wanted to ask too, where can people find your business? Um, I like to, you know, everyone that I interview, if they have a business, if they have a social media tag, whatever, let us know where where can people find you, Shauna? Uh, well, right now, the best place to find me would be on Facebook. I have a Facebook group. It's called Own Your Originality in Content and Copy. Um, and it is what that title says. Uh, we're all about owning your originality. We're all about authenticity and really kind of living it up, uh, figuring out uh, who you are as you show up in business. Uh, we have a lot of people in there, a lot of really amazing experts who participate um, from personal branding coaches to um, marketing experts, um, sometimes out, uh, like even outside of the space of uh, content and copy, you know, like Facebook ads, Instagram ads, that sort of space. Um, we've got uh, coaches, OBMs. I think there was somebody who did some sort of body movement something. I, I'm not exactly sure what she does, but I know it's really profound and cool for, for uh the people who participate. Um, and honestly, it's a party. Own your originality and content and copy. Everybody just shows up whole. And that's what it's all about. 
I love that. Cool. Okay. So make sure listeners go check out Shauna's page on Facebook. And I guess my other question is because listeners are all over the world. (laughs) Are you, and we're in a pandemic and you're living in Southern Ontario, (laughs) um, heavily locked down right now. So are you doing stuff online? Like, is this an online thing that say someone from Australia can reach out to you for help? Oh, yes. Everything that's been the beautiful thing about my business is that it's been uh, all digital, um, all digital all the time. So I've actually been global uh, since I started about two and a half years ago. Um, So the pandemic has not hit my business all that hard when it comes to um, you know, when we compare ourselves to some people who have actually experienced a lot of uh, detriment in this space. Uh, so yeah, I've been in connection with people all around the world, uh, which totally tickles my math bone because truly, I just, I just can't believe how much you can learn just by having a conversation. Always, always have the conversation. Mm-hmm. Always just do it because you're always going to be inspired in some way. You just will. Oh, I love that. Well said. Yeah. And especially with people of other cultures, right? Like that, I mean, it's just so interesting. So thank you for sharing. Okay, my last few minutes of the podcast are devoted to any wisdom that you want to share. So what have you learned recently that you would like to pass on to other moms? You know what? I, I would pass it on to anybody, but especially moms. Um, you know, and, and this is why I brought I brought myself, in fact, to your to your podcast. You just it felt like you screamed at me. Uh, my whole thing, everywhere I go, I will tell you a million times over, show up whole. You are more than just that one thing. Um, in my business, I tell you, you are more than just the accountant. You are more than just, for me, the copywriter. You are more than just the coach. I want you to tell your story. I want you to show up whole. I want you to allow yourself um, to be the person who was hurt. I want you to allow yourself to be the person who will stop at nothing to achieve their goals. I want you to allow yourself to be the mom. I frequently, people, t- people laugh at me because I will frequently tell you, I don't stop being an expert in copywriting and content strategy while I'm wiping my baby's bottom. I am allowed to be both. And in fact, I excel at both. I'm pretty damn good at it if I do say so myself. So you too can own all of yourself and show up whole. And you should because you're worth it. You are enough. That's like, <laughs> we don't need to do any more episodes. That's just the message, right? Like, <laughs> that was perfect. Yeah. There you go. And that's, that's what you're going to feel in this space. That's why you, you, mm-hmm. you project that. And that's why you connected with me. Um, and I hope that I too um, am able to project that in all that I put out into the world, because that is the way we're going to make ripples. In fact, I would argue that's the way we make waves. And then as we work together, we're going to create a damn tsunami and we're just going to get this friggin' party started and we're going to show up as ourselves. We're going to shake what our our mama (laughs) gave us and and it's just going to be, it's going to be a blast. Yes. I love that so much. Definitely like show up authentically your whole self. Don't be compartmentalizing yourself. Like don't put yourself in a box um, because you are made up of so many boxes. You're made up of so many things that bring you joy, so many things that bring you sorrow too. Like just show up as your full self. I love that. And I love that, you know, I'm doing, I have this message in motherhood and you have this message in business. Thank you so much, Shauna, for coming on and sharing that with us. 
Is there any last thing that you want to share? <laughs> Anything I missed uh, at all? <laughs> it's just, it's been a blast. You, you are a great conversationalist and I've really enjoyed being present here on your podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Before I roll the credits, I wanted to let you all know about Shauna's upcoming event, the What to Write Workshop. Gain content creation confidence, amp up your top tier sales funnel, create value-led content ideas, learn inexhaustible content idea generation strategies, and of course, what would a workshop be without daily prizes? This free course runs the week of June 7th for an hour at noon. Replays will be available. Register online and get a free follow along workbook. Complete your homework and not only see instant results, but also win cool stuff. If you miss the workshop this week, you can always check out her Facebook page, Own Your Originality. Thank you for listening. Join the conversation about motherhood on Instagram at She Has a Name Too. She Has a Name Too is a production of Mecco Radio. I, Jerrica Dennison, was your host and was joined by Shauna Van Murek. This episode was edited by Alex Williams.